And now, it's time for the Factory Theater Hour, a radio show podcast written and performed by college students and community members from Greenville, Illinois. Tonight, in front of a live audience, we bring you Random Bitlets with Randy Vittelkamp, written by Jack Dottie, Emma Kennedy, Jess Adam, Brian Morgan, and Chris Borwick. Hi, I'm Randy Vittelkamp. You may know me from that time I chopped down a tree with my teeth. Beaver style. You're listening to the Factory Theater Hour's presentation of Random Bitlets, the show where you never know what you're going to get, but you can be guaranteed it'll be short and sweet. In our first bitlet, Pat's been called into the boss's office. Let's listen in to this little biddle titled... No easy way to say this. Pat, thanks for coming in. Have a seat. Thanks, boss. I mean, Miss Turkleton, sir. Uh, Ma'am. Please, call me your Linda. Okay, your Linda. Pat, there's no easy way to say this. Oh, man. Is this about Jerry? I'm sorry? This is about Jerry, isn't it? I never should have let him operate that forklift without pants. What? No. This isn't about Jerry. Oh. Pat, I've been looking over your recent performance reviews, and I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Oh, no. You're changing my parking spot to a different parking spot that's slightly farther away than my current parking spot, right? Uh, Is that what's happening? Oh, man, this isn't fair. Pat, Pat, no, no, this has nothing to do with your parking spot. Oh, okay. Pat, I'm afraid we're going to have to let you go. To the dentist? You heard I had a dentist appointment this afternoon. You're letting me go? Thank you. You see, I got this baby tooth that just won't let go. Pat, you're not hearing me. You're fired, Pat. You've lost your job. Is this a skit for the Office talent show? Because I I didn't get a script, so I don't really know my lines. Should I just improvise? you have to listen to me. Oh, no. Fired? What will I ever do? (laughs) I think that's your line now, Miss Turkleton. Just improvise something. Janet, could you please send security to my office? Oh, that's good. You're good at improv. (laughs) My turn. I'm going to blow this whole place sky high. (laughs) Sometimes people just don't get it, do they? I remember a fellow cowboy I used to wrangle with, name of Wiggly Larry. No matter how many times you tell him to stop wiggling, he'd never hear you eventually just wiggled himself right off his horse. May he rest in peace. (laughs) Speaking of peace, there's nothing more peaceful than a heavenly angel. And we've got one in this next bitlet titled, All Dogs Come From Heaven. Uh, Dear God, I'm praying to you today because I really, really want Joanna to go out with me. Amen. Hello, John. I am the angel. Gabrielle. Whoa! But I thought you were supposed to be a dude. It's a common misconception, John. But I'm here today because the big man upstairs has randomly selected you to beta test the new Always Answered Prayers. Always Answered Prayers? Always Answered Prayers. 100% prayer indeed. Right. So what is it? John. Have you ever prayed for something only to be bitterly disappointed? 
Well, yeah. Well, fret no longer. Always Answered Prayers is here to answer your prayers for Always Answered Prayers. Uh, well, can I try it? You sure can. What's something you want to pray for? Well, uh, I really want Joanna to go out with me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try something a little less ridiculous, champ. <laughs> How about you pray for a dog? I already have a dog. You already have a dog. Perfect. Go ahead. Give it a try. Okay. Um... Hey, God. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, Dear God. Right. Uh, dear God, can I have or keep my little dog, Georgie? All right. Open your eyes. Did it come true? I guess. Well, do you have a dog? Yeah, but I already Always had a- answer prayers. 100% prayer indeed. Here's a prayer I say every night before I doze off under the stars. Dear Lord, please grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change about my mustache, the courage to grow it to its full bushiness, and the wisdom to know the difference. Let's pray this next bitlet doesn't disappoint. I can't see how it would with a title like Oral Interpretation of Abstract Art. Thank you, thank you. The next piece is entitled Two Red Squares and a Blue Circle. Notice how the squares are slightly opaque so as to blend into the white background, signifying our mortality. And now, please welcome Clancy Nethersworth with an oral interpretation. <clears throat> Thank you. Mm. <laughs> well, you know, art comes in all shapes and sizes. Take me, for example. I prefer to express myself through the craft of stick whittling, or as some people call it, the whittling of sticks. A couple examples here. Uh, uh, this one's a little horsey I whittled from a medium-sized stick. I call it Little Horsey. Uh, <laughs> This is a cactus I whittled from a smaller stick. It's called Pointy Tree of Pain. And uh, this one, it's just called Unfinished Stick. That's because about halfway into this project, the knife slipped and I severely cut myself. Well, the title of this next bitlet assures me that it will be my favorite of the evening. It's called Saddles and Such. Hello, welcome to Saddles and Such. I'm Stan. Pleasure, Stan. I'm here for a goat saddle. Big goat rodeo this weekend, you know. Oh, how exciting. All righty, then. Let's see here. Oh, nope. Nope? No more goat saddles. Uh, I don't suppose I could interest you in an alpaca chariot. An alpaca chariot? I don't even own an alpaca. I'm an alpaca. Come again? I said I'm an alpaca. No, you're not. I am so. Look, see, I've got hooves. Those are hands. Listen, you you seem like a decent fellow. Do you have kids? No, just some young goats. Mm. Well, (laughs) no matter. I think you'll understand. You you see, my daughter, well, all her friends' dads are quote-unquote cool dads. You know, camels, horses, zebras, etc., etc. Okay. Well, I thought perhaps... Oh, 
No, no, it's it's silly. It's silly. Never mind. All right. Well, see you later. Well, you see, I thought. <laughs> well, I've been training. I've been training for the alpaca chariot races in hopes that my daughter. <laughs> this is so stupid. It'll never work. <laughs> stupid Stan. Stupid alpaca. Uh, now hold on there a minute. Maybe I can help. R really? What do you say the two of us enter that alpaca chariot race together? You don't mean... I sure do. Stan, one alpaca chariot to go. Oh, you got it! That'll be four thousand dollars. Four thousand? But that's... totally worth it. Four thousand. Here you go, Stan. Thanks, mister. And Hey, you say hi to those young goats for me. <laughs> Now listen, this is all funny and fun, but you should know that alpaca are nothing to laugh about. You let your guard down and alpaca will mess you up. You see this scar? Starts up here on my forehead, then goes down over my left eye, across the nose, through my upper and lower lips, down, down, under my shirt, ending at the belly button. Alpaca did that. Well, let's move on to our next bitlet. It's titled, Ding Dong Witch. Excuse me, but my friends out there said that I'm a wimp, and I'm not, so I had to prove it, and you're the only witch we know in town, so I'm here to talk to you, and it has to be for at least a minute, because otherwise it's still wimpy, because everyone knows that a witch needs at least a minute to kill you, and you... Good yeah. gracious, take a breath, child. Sorry. <laughs> I've, um, I've never talked to a witch before. Is that what they're calling me? Well, yeah. Listen, kid, look at me. Do you really think I'm a witch? No, no, you're right. <laughs> so... You're not a witch. <laughs> Me? No. Could you imagine? Right. Obviously, of course. Me, a witch. I mean, witches are the worst. I don't mean to generalize, but I have literally never met a witch not covered in cat hair. What? Not to mention, they always want you to try their food. It's like, no, Deborah, I don't want to try your organic herb gazpacho. I'm 212 years old, and if you think you're the first person to use hot sauce, you're as wrong as I am dead. <laughs> Gazpacho. Is, is that a soup? I'll have you know that back in the late 1800s, no one ever misspecied me. It's that dang-splatting internet filling you kids with fanciful ideas and nightmares. Uh, I'm, I'm confused. You guys really thought I was a witch? <laughs> Dumb kids. I mean, I'm obviously a vampire. A vampire? Mm-hmm. Do you eat kids, too? Oh, please, honey. As if I would eat you. Some of us try to control our sugar intake. <laughs> No, no offense. You're, you're like a real vampire, like a blood-drinking vampire. I don't ask you about your diet. Can you turn into a bat? Um, rude. What about the sun? Does that, like, actually kill you? So what if I'm a little more susceptible to harsh rays? Skin cancer is a serious thing for everyone, you know. Seriously, a vampire? I'm starting to think you don't know anyone that's not human. How is that the weird option? It's 2016, kid. Maybe try getting out of your homo sapien bubble every now and then. Oh! But I digress. Sorry for my little soapbox rant. It's been about a minute now, hasn't it? Why don't you run off back to your friends? Okay. <sighs> now, what was I doing? Ah, oh, yes. It was the mash. It was the monster mash. I was a smash. <laughs> that one reminds me of when I was a youngin'. We had an old man lived at the end of the street. Everyone said he was a werewolf. Of course, we learned later that he's just a really hairy old guy. 
Speaking of really hairy old guys, it's me, Randy Vittelkamp, here to present another bitlet for your enjoyment. It's titled, The Power of Suggestion. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Comedy Closet. I'm Pedro. And I'm Celise. And together, we're... The the Improv Pros! (laughs) Are you ready for a night of improv? Well, that's just great. You know, let's jump right in. Okay, for this first improv game, we're going to need a suggestion of a place. Food truck. Food truck, got it. Okay, and we're also going to need an occupation for Pedro's character. Food truck guy. Okay, food truck guy. (laughs) Original. All right, and then we're going to need an occupation for Salisa's character. Food truck customer. Oh, wow. You guys are on fire tonight. Okay, food truck customer it is. Uh, All right, and uh, next we need a suggestion for Salisa's first line of dialogue. What's the first thing her character says? Aren't you guys supposed to... The first thing Salise says! Yes, yes, that's good. Welcome to the food truck. That's great. Okay, and now we need a response for Pedro's character. Remember, he's a food truck guy. Seriously, are you guys going to make up anything? Excuse me, sir. Who are the improv pros here? Huh? Are you an improv pro? No, we are. So, please, we need the next seven lines of dialogue. Anybody, what are the next seven things we say? This is stupid. I'm leaving. Hey, what's your name? John. Shut up, John. (laughs) How's that for stupid? Now, everybody, I need a suggestion on how we should punish John. You know, I've always wanted to try improv. Seems a bit scary, though. No script. uh, Unpredictable. Now, what the heck? I'll give it a try. Uh, uh, somebody, please g- give me a suggestion of a place. Pick up the truck. All right. Uh, hi, I'm Randy Vittelkamp, and I sure do like the pickup trucks. <laughs> now that was easy. <laughs> improv's, <laughs> improv's nothing. All right. Uh, but what ain't easy is saying goodbye to all these bitlets. But I'm afraid we'll have to because here is our final bit of the evening, titled "Chairs." All right, if you could just sign here for me. Okay, uh, Paul Smith. Okay, Mr. Smith, I'll let Dr. Billings know you're here, and I'll come and get you once he's ready. You can take a seat in the waiting room until then. Thank you. Elizabeth, stop embarrassing me in front of the entire waiting room. Ryan, this is where I chose to sit. It's who I am now. You're just going to have to accept this. Uh, I, I'm sorry, is everything Okay. Are you two arguing about your chairs? Well, it's a great deal more complicated than that. It really is. Uh, how so? Look around. There's only two types of chairs in this waiting room, red and blue. Yes, and I chose the red kind. And I chose the blue. Right, so what's the problem? Well, obviously, we're on two different teams now. (laughs) Okay, um, well, why can't you just find another blue chair to sit in? That would be a simple solution. If I didn't already feel so attached to the red team... And I to the blue one. Huh. Well, I wonder what chair I'm in then. Oh, red. No! You filthy redders will never get away with this! Come on, Ryan, you're outnumbered two to one. (laughs) Yeah, Ryan. You'll never win. Hey, Ryan, I'm a blue chair, so I'm on your team, buddy. 
Yeah, me too. Oh, thank heavens! Reinforcements! Blue team, we must prepare a counteroffensive. Counteroffensive? We haven't even attacked you. Not yet, we haven't. Who are you? Name's Warren. I'm a fellow Redder. There are dozens of us scattered throughout this waiting room just waiting for your signal, sir. Did... Did you just call me sir? That's right. You're the prophesied Paul Smith, ain't you? I guess I am. We attack now. Are you sure, sir? We attack now! 45 minutes later. (laughs) I'm the last one. I'm the only survivor. But I did it for Team Red. Because I am... Paul Smith? Uh, yes? The doctor will see you now. Oh, okay. Well, sir, we've come to the end of another random bitlets with Randy Vittelkamp. Until next time, let me leave you with this reminder. The plural of cactus is cacti. The plural of rodeo is rodei. And the plural of Randy Vittelkamp is Randi Vittelkai. Good night. You've been listening to Random Bitless with Randy Vittelkamp on the Factory Theater Hour. This episode featured the voices of Jack Doughty, Larissa Harrington, Chastity Cook, Justin Langley, Macy Sepp, Emily Gaffner, Emma Kennedy, Nick Watterson, Courtney Bailey Parker, Jess Adam, and Chris Borwick. Thanks for listening and tune in next time for more from the Factory Theater Hour.